man, it sure is cold in here. Welcome to today's process. I see dead plot lines. Stand up, push forward. Let's light the lantern. Welcome to the Understory Lawyer Podcast, where creators build the classic American business based on the following principles. One, build a platform. Two, self-reliance. Three, the golden rule. Four, your family is the strategy. And five, manufacturing something your community can use and going hyper-local. Admission to the Understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's find the lantern. What is up, creator? And be you in the understory against your will, or be you in the understory of your own choosing? Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. So I'm going to do something I haven't done before. I'm actually going to talk about an email I sent to my list last night. So uh, right now, my list gets my email, you know, sort of daily, sometimes a little less, sometimes not more. I, have, I don't do multiple in a day yet. I haven't launched anything, um, but. Uh, the, so the, the title of the, of the email I sent was I See Dead Plot Lines. And I'm going to talk about that email that I sent. If you want to be in my email list, it's you just go to understory.news and to take a look at the opt-in page. And if you can if you can pass the tests I placed for you there, uh, you can get on my email list and, and get more stuff that I don't normally talk about uh, on the podcast. On the podcast is the public principles uh, the five public principles. And then I have the two shadow principles that I, I talk about on the, um, on the email list. I talk about all seven principles on the email list. So, so anyway, so this is a platform discussion because, Hey, platform is the, the first thing. And if you don't have a platform, you don't have anything. And there's this movie that was a few years ago, 20 years ago. I don't know. Uh, the sixth sense and, uh, Haley Joel Osment was in it. Um, Haley Joel Osment has not been anything of note since, but that's what happens to child actors. So anyone that sticks their kids, uh, in that world willingly. Uh, it's it's a, a short shelf life for many, many different things. But anyway, the interesting thing that I realized when I was writing an email to my list talking about the platform was, was that Haley Joel Osment's character gave away the entire plot when he looked at, at uh, Bruce Willis and said, I see dead people. Like he basically said, gave away the twist right there. And, but I, I didn't, I didn't catch the twist. And I think a majority, let's say 75, 80, 85% of people didn't. It's probably higher than that, but let's just, whatever. If you want to say you got it, great. That, that's good. You, you get to live in the world where you're so smart that, um, you don't get to experience, you don't get to experience wonder. Okay. So that's good for you. That's a good way to think that one through, Frank. That's a good strategy for you to have. Just, just going through the whole world, never surprised by anything, knowing everything and never experiencing wonder or awe at the creative ability of somebody else. That's really a good, good plan there, buddy. Um, so I love it when I'm surprised with stuff like that. And I didn't get it. And I was like, oh, it's like the Matrix, the first Matrix movie. I was like, what? I didn't get that either. So, uh, but anyway, so when Haley Joel Osment, he says to Bruce Willis's character, I see dead people, that's the twist. Like that can ruin the whole movie for you, but why? Why was the whole movie not ruined for people? Why would Why would eighty five percent of people not see it? Well, the reason is, is that eighty five percent of the people didn't see it until the end was because of how the, that the movie was presented, just like every other movie has been presented. You're not looking for the you know you don't look for the little tricks that they did that you know he never touches anyone and that that every single scene that he was in could, with someone else could have happened without him right and. Um, and so, but because the movie was presented the first time that you see it, just like every other movie that is presented, you assume that Bruce Willis's character is alive. Spoiler alert! He's dead! So, the movie's pretty old, so sorry. Sorry if I ruined it for you, but that's a you problem for not seeing that movie sooner. Uh, and anyway, so, 
but because the movie is presented just like we see everything else, it's like a great example of um, normalcy bias, right? Like, all right, everything's everything's going forward normal. And this is where I'm going to diverge from my, my email that I sent to everybody. If you want to be on my email list and get my emails, go to understory.news. And uh, I send you mind-bending emails and just different thoughts that I, that I, that I don't talk about on the podcast because I'm about to go in a different direction because I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I'm taking it to normalcy bias, which I didn't talk about in the email. I did talk about um, Haley Joel Osment and this idea. And so, anyways, so normalcy bias is is where uh, because everything is happening the way that it happened before, you assume that it's going to end the way that it ended before. So, for example, um, the sun come the sun rises up in the up in the east, sets in the west. Yeah, that sun rises in the east, sets in the west, and you just because it does that every single day, you just assume that's going to do that tomorrow, right? Now that aspect of normalcy bias is at a much longer time frame that for all intents and purposes, from what we know of science, it's science. Uh, you can just assume that that's a fact, right? But there are other things in our lives that we have done for the last 20 years. One of them that's going to become very important pretty soon, in my opinion, and frankly, in, the, in a lot of people's opinions, is um, you go to the grocery store every day and there's always food there. We went to the Walmart, and so you just assume there's going to be food there tomorrow. We went to the Walmart today, and I've never taken my kids to the Walmart or to Toys R Us or to Target. I think my kids have been to Target like one time because they're six and the other one's about to turn four. And it's just, you know, it's a, it's a disaster trying to get them out of there because their little brains, their nervous system just gets overwhelmed and they want everything. And like, I want this, I want this, I want this. But I had to get them – we had to take them in to get them fitted for helmets and then – um Make sure that we could measure them for bikes because they're getting bikes and uh, we're a little late to the game. I see these people have like three year old kids on bikes and they're tooling around and that's fine. But we we had our emphasis on some other things. And so um, this summer is bikes and swimming. That's what's happening this summer for the kids is that we're continuing to teach them to learn to swim. We're going to do a lot of swimming this summer and then uh, bikes. We're going to do bikes. And that's my summer. And if I come out of the summer where everyone's really good swimming again and everyone knows how to ride a bike, then that's a win. That's that's my definition of a win for the next three to four months. So, But we had to fit them for helmets. Now, I never wore a helmet when I was a kid, but it's probably the smart parental thing to do when they're learning is to give them a helmet, right? Maybe. So we went into this we went into this Walmart and we got them helmets and we kind of fitted them for bikes. And then Nana and Papa Joe are going to get them bikes. And so like we just kind of figured out what their sizes were. And, uh, you know, you got to sit them on there. You can't just guess because I'm putting this whole bike together and then I got to take it back but you go into the you go into the into the walmart you just assume that every single thing is going to be in there because it was there yesterday and as as i've liked to to say over the last few months and before is that the merry-go-round is about to end The, the walmart as you know it is going to is not going to be the same Everyone is still LARPing right now like they're in two – everyone's LARPing 2018 right now. They're like all celebrating like, oh, the mask mandates on planes are off, right? Like I've even – I forgot about – I've forgotten about COVID. COVID is so six months ago, right? Three months ago, two months ago, right? I'm already embroiled in whatever the new thing of the day is, right? Which is – no, I'm not. I'm here building my platform with you. And the thing is, is like, look, it's like I would love to LARP like it's 2018. Just just do be a 2018 LARPer and just celebrate all these victories and stuff like that. But there's just too many vectors where things where things are gonna things are gonna the, the shit is gonna hit the fan. It's just and, and not all of them necessarily gonna hit the fan. If, if all the possible vectors that are going right now hit the fan, it's zombie apocalypse time, and and you better have your body armor and uh, your AR-15, your tactical shotgun, and your nine millimeter Glock handgun. Like you just. You better have you better you better be prepared. <laughs> but I don't think that's what's gonna go. I just think it's gonna get bumpy and, and I don't know how bumpy, but I don't think it's gonna go zombie apocalypse. But I do think that that what we've been used to and blessed with and the abundance that we've been blessed with is gonna get a little bumpy. And 
I tell you this because if you can realize that now, even if it's just listening to me and not dismissing me 100%, most of you are like, yeah, wait, I get it. Like, no, I don't believe you. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to tolerate the rest of your stuff because sometimes you're mildly amusing. But um, I just don't believe you. You don't have to believe me. Just, just tolerate me like 5%. And if you can get a little kernel in your brain that says, okay, there's a 5% chance that maybe that things aren't going to be the same going forward. Then when the twist comes, you're not totally taken aback by it. You're, you, you, you left space in your mind for that twist because mindset, the minds of the people, the people that can start to kind of adjust that idea now will be in the best position to leverage the opportunities that will become, that will be coming. There are always opportunities, even in like the darkest, darkest times. I mean, just take a look at the COVID lockdowns of the schools. So everybody got locked down. All the students got locked down for schools. Teachers were going to like, we're going to go straight Zoom and everybody was Zooming at their house. And then all of a sudden, and then parents were forced to stay home and watch their kids. And all of a sudden, a giant, large portion of parents got to observe what their kids were actually being taught. And so that is a huge benefit of COVID. Um, the, mo- the motivation that's going right now across the country of, of conservative people running for um Conservative people running for school boards, parents getting involved. Now, like, look, if you can agree or disagree however you want with whatever school issues you decide. But I think it's important that the more involved parents you have, the better the schools will be for the children. Now, I'm of the belief you got to homeschool your kid or send them to a religious school personally, because I just think there's, there's been too much infiltration into the public schools um, unopposed for the last 20 years. And now parents are just figuring it out. And there's a lot of work to be done to, to balance things out. It's like California. California has been a one party system for so long that it's it's eating itself. That's what's happened to the public schools. They're eating themselves now. The school that you went to. The school that you went to doesn't exist anymore. The the debate club that you were a member of or the, the swim team that you were on or uh, or whatever, none of that's the, the theater group that you were in in school. None of that exists anymore. It's not the same. And so your kids and, and people will argue. They'll be like, yeah, like that's that's true for every generation and every older generation thinks that the younger generation. But this isn't a this isn't a situation of an older generation saying, hey, the younger generation is all screwed up. This is this is a parent saying the guardrails that we had all decided as for as a civilization that we were going to teach our children with and not go beyond are now gone. It used to be that you would you would be really weird to see your elementary school teacher in the grocery store because you only saw her at school and she only talked about school or he or whatever. That's not the case now. Um, just go and watch watch some of these videos of some of these teachers. Now they're not everywhere, obviously, and they're good teachers, but but it's it's there's a muddling of the boundaries, and I'm unwilling to chance sacrificing my child on a muddled boundary. Now you be you may be more comfortable with that. That's cool. That's you, but. That's that's another example of normalcy bias of saying, hey, because the school building looks like the school building and you drop your kid off at eight and you pick your kid up at or nine and you pick your kid up at three and everything is they have, you know, the father, daughter, Dan, and like they have whatever they have. It's the same as when you did it. You think it's the same. It's not. And so why am I telling you all this? Well, you have to figure out what you're going to do to hedge against the twist because the twist in the movie is coming. Right. You got to decide, am I going to be a LARPer? Am I going to LARP? It's like 2018 and just hope it all works out. Or am I going to figure out to myself self? What is what is my hedge against the twist that's coming? Because we're all in the movie and the movie's cascading towards a gigantic reversal and nobody knows what that reversal is going to be. 
It could be a million different things. It could be war with Russia. It could be a depression. It could be housing market collapse. It could be monetary supply collapse. It could be hyperinflation like 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 Germ- like Weimar Germany. It could be food shortages. It could be alien invasion. It could be uh, artificial intelligence is ruling the world. I don't know. Whatever. Pick your poison. doesn't really matter. Something's coming and you know it. Everybody knows it. All of this, all of this situation is just is is lead up. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't believe in, you know, one group of people pulling the strings and doing some kind of they're they're playing some game like they're moving chess pieces around on the board. But what I do know is that there are large conglomerations of power bouncing off of each other. And what was working for these large conglomerations of power that worked for 50 years is stopping working and everything's going to seize up and you know it. You may not think it, but in your heart of hearts right now, you know, that's true. And so if you've got a family, look, if you're on your own, then just do what you want. Like you're responsible for you and that's it. But if you've got a family, if you've got a spouse, if you've got kids, or even if you've just got a dog, cat, your cat can take care of itself. Don't worry about your cat. Mr. Boodles can be, Mr. Boodles will be fine no matter what happens. He'll eat you. If you die, your cat will eat you. Your dog will sit by and cry for the whole time, but the cat will eat you. That's why I have a dog. Where's my dog? Blind dog, Lily. Oh, she's in so much trouble. If I could tell you the story of what happened with her today. But this is a this is a this is a this is a PG PG thirteen rated 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 uh, PG thirteen rated. She's a dog that raged me. It was it was this dog. It was I, I, I'm the only thing standing between her and doggy heaven in the sky. And and I'm telling you, it's it's uh she 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 destroyed my house with poop. Let's just say that. Let's just say that. Anyway, so <laughs> so before you even get to what you're going to do, you got to figure out which game you're playing. And there's two games right now. There's the LARPer 2018 game, or there's the I got to figure out a hedge against what's coming. One of the hedges that you can do is build a classic American business. You build a manufacturer, you manufacture something that your local community, that your community needs, and you go hyper local. Your supply chain, you make it as local as humanly possible, and you you go kneecap to kneecap with a low trust horizon, so that you know everyone that you're dealing with, and so that if the shit hits the fan, you have people to depend on. Up until that happens, you leverage the internet and a platform on the internet to build a following. And you use that to also bring people to your cause, to have allies. And between those two poles, the poles of the information economy on the internet and the poles of the manufacturing economy personally, the tension between those two things creates period efficiency and a sweet spot for you, which is your hedge. Do you want to do that? I don't know. I do. That's why I talk about it all the time. But you got to pick something or you can be a LARPer from 2018. If you think that you might want to explore doing the classic American business, just join my email list. I'm not even selling anything yet. I'm a month away from starting to actually market anything to my list. So you don't have to worry about me trying to sell you something. I'll just send you links back to the podcast, basically. So go to understory.news. If, if you've been on the fence or just been in time, now's the time to subscribe, to opt into my email list, understory.news. So after you do that, what I want you to do is take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, go get one. You're going to need one from time to time. But for right now, what I want you to do is take out your Unicorn Trapper Keeper from the fifth grade. And I want you to ask yourself, put two boxes. Next to one box, put LARPer 2018. Next to the other box, put I need to find a hedge against the twist that's coming. And check one box. You're doing one or the other. You just don't know it yet. Now you know. Pick one. And just remember, there is no end if you stay on the path of understanding. 
All right, creator. I know you want to escape the current understory that you are trapped in. I get it. I've been there. But in order to do that, you're going to have to have a creative clearing, a place to stand in confidence and clarity. I'm not going to promise you some magical course, coach, or codex, but I cannot help you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. You can do that by subscribing to my daily email list at understory.news. Raise your hand and say, let's get out of here together. The podcast contains the philosophy and the five public principles, but the daily emails have the insights, innovations, and shadow principles of building the classic American business that I only discuss with my subscribers. Raise your hand and let's light the lantern together. The path of understanding never ends, but that does not mean you cannot get to where you want to go. Subscribe to my daily email list at understory.news. Go light the lantern.